Anime Pulse, shiny new episode 503. Rio. Yes, so we're doing another show. We're here. We're cool. We're good. Yes, we are feeling good. It's been a good this week. It's gonna make me sing. Well, we were. That's what we were doing before the show started. Is that we were like singing "Stand by Me." Yeah, yeah, we were. Stand by me. Stand by me. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Well, I uh, kicked things off last week with IRL news. So why don't you tell us about your week huh so what happened this week um i don't think i mentioned this last week but on april fools Mm -hmm. i started writing a joke fanfic uh is it anything to do with helsing no okay (laughs) uh it's Arden Nizunia from uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay. Ex Shuyu Amine from Hotful. I should have said something birds first. No, I knew. <laughs> I knew. I thought about it later. I was like, I wonder if it would be birds. And I was like, ah, nah. So, so it's a joke fanfic, and I can tell you the story of how it came to be. Um, is that we were walking around the artist alley? I had just picked up my shoe print. And my friend had just picked up their uh, commission of Arden. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we'll just throw Arden in my bag since you don't have a bag so that he doesn't get damaged. And she was like, yeah, okay," and threw it in there. And I was like, they can be friends. And then we started like talking about the dynamic that the two of them would have. And I was just like, I feel like it's more like hate shipping than anything. And she was like, oh, my God. And uh so then I was like, oh, what if I wrote a joke fanfic? And she's like, please do it for me. My birthday's coming up. Please write me a joke fanfic between these two. And so that's what I've been doing like off and on all week is that uh, starting from like April 1st to like continuing on now is that I've been writing this stupid, just nobody asked for it <laughs> fanfic between Shiwi Amine and Arden Azunia. What, uh, what is hate shipping? I've heard of shipping before, but not hate shipping. Um, I mean, I describe it to a child. (laughs) Take a character that you really fucking hate. Okay. And ship it with another character. Okay. And their relationship is based off of mutual dislike for one another, or at Ah. least dislike that's going one way. And yet they, like, somehow, like, start liking each other or something because of their dislike? Uh, well, Arden, in this fanfic, ends up, like, kissing Shu, and then Shu just kills him. Ah! Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know um, how far people are in Final Fantasy XV, so I'm not gonna, like, give any spoilers as to, like, what the fanfic really entails. But basically, Arden, I don't give any reason as to why he's there. He's just fucking there. And she was like, what the fuck? And uh, they're, like, talking or whatever, and Arden just continually gets on Shu's nerves. 
And then at some point, which I haven't written yet, he's going to kiss him and she was just going to kill him. <laughs> end fanfic. And that, yeah, that's how it's going to end. Um, and it's just a one shot, like piece of shit thing that I can't believe I'm writing and I'm so ashamed of myself. <laughs> and I'm going to post it on AO3, which I don't know. <laughs> most I feel like most people know about AO3 now, which is like the new fanfiction.net. It's a little bit classier. Mm. Like it's the if you're gonna write a coffee shop AU, you post it on AO3. Also, if you're gonna write dirty, filthy, like oh my sweet baby Jesus smut, it also goes on AO3. Ah. But it's a little classier smut than say fanfiction.net, which is like for 14 year olds writing right. smut they shouldn't be. Yeah, at one point I wrote, um, uh, what was it, like a few years ago, mm-hmm. I wrote a, it wasn't a fan fiction, but it was smut. Um, <clears throat> it was uh, short stories about um, a, a naive, uh, how to put this, a gullible and naive uh, kid mm-hmm. uh, who gets tricked by his, uh, his friend. Into doing different things. (laughs) So yes, it was um, it was kind of trappish because the uh, the gullible young the gullible kid, not kid. Why I say kid, I mean just younger than me. I refer to young people like that. I'm getting old. Get off my lawn. (laughs) I call kids people who are younger than me kids. Um, but. uh, yeah, it was that, and uh, and people seem to like fucking love it, and like it. They keep asking me like, "Can you make more?" I'm like, "I could," but I made three stories, and like the first one was like the introduction to like the the friend discovering his friend's gullibleness mm-hmm. and just believing everything he says. Then the next one was like a step up from that, where like he had been you know taking advantage of his friend, and so he decided to take things up another notch. And uh, get even more intimate with his friend. And then, like, the third one's basically just, like, um, like going overboard with it. Um, and including, like, even, like, a, a financial mechanic as a part of it. But then, like, oh. the last part would just have to be, like, full-on just, like, marriage or something. Tricking his friend into marrying him or something like that. <laughs> but, the, you know, but then, like, there's a twist. Like, the gullible friend was like, yeah, I knew all this stuff all along. I was listening to you fuck me in the butt. That's all. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I have two long-running fanfics, a Helsing one, um, where the main character is Walter mm-hmm. and, and an OC, which as stands the, for... Is the OC uh, you? No. Uh-oh. She is her own person. Um, I mean, she's kind of short like me, but she's got really long black hair. Uh, starts out the story as a cripple. Ah, and then Helsing's like, here, let me, and he bites her, and it's just like, now you're mine. Is it something like that? <laughs> um, no, she uh, doesn't have a very good healing ability, because she gets turned into a vampire pretty early on in the story. Um, but her healing ability is absolute shit. Ah. She doesn't have a knack for it, but what she does have a knack for is um, manipulating people. <laughs> Like she can, like she can do the whole like brainwashing thing like that. Ah, and um, I don't think that works on Helsing though, or uh, on Alucard, right? No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, the story is mainly the dynamic, like because uh, she ends up becoming Walter's apprentice. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense because Walter's kind of like a manipulator. Yeah, and so the two, it's the kind of the dynamic between two of them. Eventually, it becomes a bit of a love story. But that takes a pretty long time. Like, I'm still writing it, and it's they still haven't, like... Like, uh, Walter m- maybe has some feelings for her. She definitely does. But he's kind of just like, I don't know. And then the other fanfic I have is a Hothful fanfic. Of course. Um, it's Shu x Hyoko, which isn't a popular ship, despite how wonderful that ending is. Um... Is where a, basically is a pigeon and a hawk or something? No, no, uh Hyoko is the human girl. 
Oh, okay. Um, but I'm writing it as if they're humans. Everybody's a human. Ah, so it's because, the, the human avatars. Yeah, I don't do the whole bird fic thing. I'm not into that, man. Bird, bird, I've read. Sword. Yeah, I've read some messed up bird fic, and I'm just like, this is really fucking gross. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been working on fan fiction a lot this week. I wrote a um, story yesterday and Friday. Like, I managed to churn out 12 pages in, like, a day and a half, which was pretty impressive for me, because I haven't oh, done that in a while. It's surprising what you can do when you actually enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And so I wrote a story that um, is about a girl who lives in Japan, and she is aware that she is a main character, because she was born with pink hair. Ah, I think there was an anime like that, except it was like a guy, and he realized he was a main character because he was a normal student. I'm normal in every way. That makes me the protagonist. <laughs> yeah, I think so he was like just waiting for something to happen, but nothing ever does. He's like, someday a foreigner beauty is going to walk in there and we're going to become friends and she'll be my girlfriend and she'll be a tsundere and like it never happens. And he's just like, one day, one day. Yeah, so basically the story is, is that she uh, has to like wear wigs to school. She's trying to avoid being a main character at all costs. Oh, you got to embrace it, girl. You got to be like, I'm a, I'm a pink haired girl. I'm going to be a magical girl. Where's QB? Get over here, bitch. <laughs> well, so I do include some jokes from uh, Manga Pulse in there. For instance, a cat shows up in the first uh, scene. Um, and he starts talking and he's like, hello, Sayaka, my name is Tedu. <laughs> and, um... Don't take the magic she, wand from him. Don't do it. No, no, she, like, throws him out the door and is just like, get lost. <laughs> um, but then, like, the next day, a transfer student comes and she, like, gets physically ill. She's like, oh, no, not a fucking transfer student. I cannot handle a transfer student. This is gonna be awful. And then he just appears to be normal. And she's like, what the fuck? And then she bumps into him. And I kind of wish the story I had more time to write it so that I could have, like, had them become friends or whatever or something Both like that. Both of their that. wigs fall off. He has blue hair. Exactly. His wig falls off. He has blue hair. <gasps> I called it. And then they're going to be called Cotton Candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, what happens is that he drags her into a room and he's like, you can't fucking tell anyone. Because he's, like, gone a while without anybody finding out. And she's like, no, no, you don't need to worry. I'm the same as you. And she pulls off her wig. And what you don't know is that early in this, earlier in the story, I had Tedu, the cat, mention that there was great evil approaching. And also her father was reading a newspaper about a string of murders. Oh, and so, like, this is, like, a psycho killer guy who's trying to kill, um, like, all the other main characters? Yeah, there is a psycho killer guy that's trying to kill main characters, and just as um, Tatsuya, I named him, uh, just as Tatsuya is just like, you can't fucking tell anyone, put your wig back on, are you crazy, what if somebody sees you, he gets shot in the head of a sniper rifle. Oh, so, I, at first I thought it would be him. It would turn out to be like the like killer, like he's trying to kill off all the other main characters. No, but that would be a good plot point. Maybe I should do that in like the next um, edit. Interesting. And then like he turns into like this like like you know like a stalkerish kind of boyfriend type material, where like he's just following her around all the time, and and you know he like tries to like you know that kind of thing that you'd be yeah. into. Um, <clears throat> I should definitely think about that when I edit this. Um, but this is what, what happens when writers get together, people. We start yeah, coming up exactly. with all these scenarios. So uh, she gets kind of ushered into the infirmary. The teachers are trying to protect her because they realize she's a main character and that the guy is like after her now. And the guy comes into the school, starts killing people. And Sayaka makes kind of like one of the few funny comments in the late, later half of the story, which is just like, I thought this shit only happened in America. And... It's a kind of like a dark, funny comment. Yeah, especially the gun thing. I mean, in Japan, guns are crazy. Yeah. She was like, how the fuck did he even get a gun? Um, and uh, so Tedu shows back up and freezes time and is just like, 
if you want to save your classmates, you need to, like, accept the contract. And she's just like, fuck it. And she does it. And the story ends with her getting a gun pointed to her head and her, like, touching the wristband and just saying, Henshin. Henshin. Yep, and that is the end of the story. Uh, besides that, I had a date yesterday. Oh, it's like a, a new romantic interest. Yes, his, his, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say his name. He doesn't deserve that. Not yet. <laughs> um, Ooh, shut down. <laughs> uh, he's a really nice guy, though, and everything was going really great. We went and got Chinese food. And we were talking, and then we were playing D&D together, and then I started feeling like shit. Like, Uh I started feeling lightheaded, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. And I was trying to tell my my, uh, our DM, my friend Robert, I was just like, hey, dude, I don't feel good, and then I went boom. And fell over face first into the floor. Uh, And then you woke up, and your head was in his lap, and he was stroking your hair softly. No, I wish. sweet words into your ear. <laughs> um, I got taken to the hospital again, which was annoying. And it was really actually kind of fucking scary because I didn't have my phone. So I couldn't contact anyone. I couldn't, like, contact my dad or find out if, if my friend Olivia was on her way. I had no way of knowing. And so mm. when Olivia did show up, I was like, oh, thank God. And I, like, started crying because I was just like, I thought I was going to be alone. Um, so that was yesterday. Aside from that, Olivia is drawing me fan art of the stupid fanfic, and I saw it, and I, like, as in her words, I combusted immediately. So, that's kind of been my week. How about yours? My week has been quite full of exciting, happy, happening things, so... Did you get a job? Uh, no, but I do have an interview coming up. Hey! Yeah, the uh, Department of Environmental Conservation called me um, with a seasonal job for an office assistant, office assistant one position, um, which, as my father told me, because he knows people in that department, is mm-hmm. usually revolving around, if it's a seasonal position, revolves around the fact that uh, they have agents who go out and collect information about the environment, and they need someone like myself to come to compose all that information into reports. Okay. <clears throat> so that's probably what I'd be doing. Okay. Um, so that's coming up. The state passed the budget, uh, begrudgingly, Cuomo did, and Uber's available now, so I can drive people around my car. Nice. Yes. So even if I don't get the job, I can still do Uber. Um, I did find out, however, that my insurance card was expired, so I have to get a new one. It's coming in the mail now. Uh, because okay. when you go with Uber, you need to show them your license, your insurance card, and your registration. And then you can start driving people around and earning money. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. It'll be nice, yeah. Um, I've stopped playing Battleborn for the most part. I just played okay. it a little bit today, and I got the last achievement I needed related to difficulty. Okay. So it was the Soulless Hardcore Hero, which is basically for beating the game on Hardcore mode, which means that... If you die, your avatar can be revived, but if it takes too long, like 20 seconds, uh, you're gone for good. And so, yeah. So, like, if you have a party of five and someone dies, that can really affect things because the number of people you have in your party affects the difficulty and number of enemies that are on the field. But um, we had a little scary moment, this uh, group of people that were helping me. Uh, where at one point we kept dying because the boss was doing a ground pound that pushed us over the edge. So we kept dying. But <clears throat> we uh, eventually all revived each other. I distracted the uh, big boss because I was playing Beatrix, who I love. She is my uh, waifu in Battleborn because uh, she is like a... Um, she is like an experiment scientist chick who's like a mm-hmm. kind of like a lolly with like a giant syringe arm oh wow and um she shoots like infections at people and whatnot and uh 
she she talks about like operating on people and one of her taunts is like stabbing them and then like smiling at them while she wa- while she waves and then like injects them with her stuff so it's like yeah you sounds like my me. kind of woman yeah she was she's pretty nice if you just look up like Beatrix Battleborn there's a lot of cute uh, art out there for her there's also like what she actually looks like and she's got very sharp teeth nice yes um but I have been playing a crap ton of Gwent. What's that? That is a game that began in Witcher 3. Okay. <clears throat> which at first I didn't think I'd be into. Um, but holy shit, Gwent is fucking amazing in Witcher 3. And they just came out with... Uh, I beat Witcher 3 like a while ago. But they just mm-hmm. came out with like a beta for Gwent. I got invited to the beta because of course I did. You know, I'm special. And so uh, yes, and I have been playing Gwent nonstop. It's so fun. It's just a simple game of like there are three rows on each side, you and your opponent, and you have a deck comprised of cards that have numbers on them and abilities. And you're trying to one up your total number over your opponent in a, in three rounds. So like if I play like an eight card and they play a nine card. And then I play like, you know, a seven card and they play a two card. And then like, I'm like, all right, I pass. But then they, they play a five card, they win. Oh. Or, well, we would tie. But um, <clears throat> it's all about like thinking and like and the abilities on the cards affect things. Like it removes a couple points from one of their cards or like, you know, like you put a card on their side and that card increases one of your cards health dramatically. So it's... It's all about numbers, and while I'm not great at math, I am good with numbers. I'm great at, like, Sudoku, so this kind of game is super, super, super fun for me. I love playing it. And there are daily rewards where you get new cards. There's There's a limit to how many really good cards you can have in a deck, so they're adding a bunch of rules in that didn't exist in the main game within Gwent within The Witcher 3. But that's okay, because it makes sense that they would put in these rules, because if you just had a deck comprised of all gold cards, then you'd win every single game. Hmm. So, it's uh, pretty fun. I love it. Um, This past week, I also saw my mommy. Good. Yep, she was out here. Uh, I took her out to the Outback on Wednesday, and it was delicious. We had fun. And then on Thursday, we went and saw Get Out. Which, I heard that was amazing. Yeah, uh, we missed the first 10 minutes of it, but that's okay. It starts out really slow, and it was probably just, like, building, like, oh, look, the boyfriend and girlfriend, they love each other, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, we walked in there when, like, they were driving to the uh, her parents' house, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> and then it, like, it gets really super creepy and stuff like that. And it's, it's, and... Ah, it was a good movie, especially the ending because the uh, the dude gets his he gets uh, well the family gets her comeuppance. I'll say that. So it was definitely enjoyable. I liked it, and it didn't make me feel too bad about having white skin, which is always good when you go see one of those movies. I love how we just had a sneaker racist comment in there. <sighs> hey, according to uh, according to. Yotaro Vegeta, I'm not racist? Was that the one who was defending He me? was being sarcastic. I don't think so. I think he was telling me I'm not racist at all. That I'm clearly allowed to say black and white because I'm white, and if someone can call me white, I can call someone black. I mean, that's not wrong, but... <laughs> okay. Uh... Um, And then after that, we went out to eat at... um. P.F. Chang's. Oh, nice. uh, Yes, it was a good meal. We shared two appetizers. We had the hand-wrapped egg rolls and the, uh, the, was it crab wontons or lobster wontons? Oh, cool. And then we shared a dish of the honey crispy shrimp, which was so good. Yummy, yummy. And my mother gave me a crap ton of what I call mystery meals because they are 
soups and and pasta dishes that have been frozen and have no labels on them. So it's oh, like, no. I'm going to put this in the microwave. What will I get today? Oh, it's meatballs and spaghetti. And then like you put another one, it's like, oh, it's rigatoni. And you put another one, it's like, oh, it's pea soup. Hmm, should have put that in a bowl. <laughs> so yeah, she's funny like that. She's moving to Florida now, so she's getting rid of a lot of stuff, and she gave us a bunch of groceries, so I'm going to be making some uh, some Rice Krispie treats, but she gave us Frosted Flakes, so I'm going to be making Frosted Flakes treats. That's different. I've never yep. heard of that. Uh, it's basically, you can do that with any cereal. You just need marshmallows and butter. Nice. Yep. Can't wait to make that. It's going to be good. Um... So yeah, that's been a lot of good stuff. Tomorrow it's going to be fucking beautiful outside. I'm going to walk outside again. And I'm going to blind everyone with my white skin. I'm just going to be like, how's it? Howdy ho, neighbor. And just like pull my arm out and like, look. And they're like, ah, my eyes. Ah, so white. So yeah. Oh boy. It's going to be... It's going to be great. I'm going to get some tan skin. Just can't wait. Either that or I'm going to burn because my mother burns really easily and I kind of burn too. So I have to be, I have to be careful about it. A little suntan lotion on. Yeah. I'm, and also when it starts getting hotter, please don't walk. Yes. So I don't die like I used to. Yeah. Let's it's like, not oh, it's have a 90 repeat. degrees outside. I'll go for a walk. Oh, it's 98 by the time I got the subway. <gasps> Water. <gasps> H2O. Goodbye, Red. (laughs) Yeah. So that will be excellent. I can't wait for tomorrow. It's going to be so good. So many opportunities are opening up for me so I don't have to join the military. Yay. Hopefully I can get that seasonal job, which will make things easier for me getting another job. Yes, Um, exactly. If that doesn't work out, I can actually do Uber. And Uber is... More or less probably going to pay for me um, to not go in the military because I'll be able to do Uber and um, be able to pay for my car, which is what Mm -hmm. I wanted. I needed a job that would be able to pay for my car. If I could at least find something that pays $200 a month, I'm set. But I prefer if it paid something like $500 a month, which Uber should uh, because you're, especially for Amsterdam, I'll just be driving people all around. That'll be great. Great. Well, I mean, if you're really into road trips. Well, I mean, it will just be like a city thing. I'm not going to yeah, drive people all the way to Albany and stuff like that because fuck that. Unless like they're going to pay me a good chunk of money. I hate going to Albany. It's such a boring ass trip. But driving people around Amsterdam with my GPS and shit and and taking them to stuff like that. Yeah, I'll do that. You know, maybe I'll get some snacks and shit, put it in the car, like help yourself to a, a cliff bar and maybe a bottle of water. Be like, call me Ubervolt because I drive a Chevy Volt. <laughs> Be, it'll sound a little German, like Ubervolt. No, don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. The only way it could be better is like if I won the lottery, which, by the way, I... Uh, after we were done at P.F. Chang's, the dude gave us like five fortune cookies for just my mom and me. So I was like, all right, well, I'll open three since I need more fortune. We always do the in-bed jokes. With I the, do that uh, too. With the fortunes. And uh, one of them was, said that in your later years, you'll become a great phil... Philanthropist. Yeah. Philanthropist in bed. So, uh, yeah, apparently I'm going to be given some great sex when I get older. Um, another one was that a special a special message or a message will come to you from a friend in bed or something like that. And another one was it was something like that. It was like you're going to have like some great rewards in bed or something. So apparently I'm going to get very lucky soon. Um, I wish some of that was financial where it could just, you know, be some money coming my way. I would love to be a great philanthropist in my later years with money. 
Uh, you know, if I, you know, if I give sex and well, that's fine, but I prefer the money. So yeah, ah, that is, that has been my week. Good. Yep. So shall we start on the industry news? Yes, let's. So my piece of news concerns those of us in the LGBT community. Hey. So as some of you are probably aware, the strides that Japan has been making towards LGBT rights have been pretty big for the country. Certain um, cities and communities have been recognizing unions between sex partners. Certain companies have also started extending employee or customer family benefits to same-sex partners. And uh, the country just elected an openly transgender politician to public office. Um, But this one is about how in Osaka, uh, national government has has, uh, given the right to a couple to be foster parents. Ooh. Is that like a a pretty big deal? Yeah, that's a really big deal. Um, although there's never because uh, there, there's never been any record of anyone that's a same-sex couple before them getting uh the rights to be a foster parent. But it's also important to mention that the foster like uh parent like what's the word? Um, community, I guess, mm-hmm. is pretty small um, in Japan. Which is surprising, considering they probably have a lot of kids to adopt. Yes. M- but most of those kids go into orphanages. Only about f- 5,000 kids are currently living with foster parents. And in Osaka, there are only 119 foster parent homes within the city limits. I plan to adopt when I get there. I'm gonna adopt a little girl and she'll call me daddy. And then I'll take care of her and she'll be a princess and I will spoil her rotten and she will uh be like I'll just be a big daddy. Or I'll just be like, You touch my daughter, I'll fucking rip your head off. <laughs> and then she'll bring home like her first boyfriend, I'll be like, Let's have a talk. Why don't you uh take a seat over there? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, pretty big news for Japan. Hopefully this is another step in the right direction towards, you know, more same-sex rights. I don't know what I'm going to do if she brings home a girlfriend. Like, oh, girlfriend. Um, I was planning on having a talk, but uh, I'm not sure I want to do that with you. <laughs> it's nothing really. I, I don't want to threaten you with physical violence like I would a guy, but... Have fun, um, bring her home before then, and no pegging, please. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Not on the first date. Hi, honey. Your daughter will kill you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Dad, oh my God. Like, um, I'm, okay, sir, I, I promise not to hurt your daughter. Thank you. Um, have a nice time. Just like I, I would not be able to come up with anything. Just like I, I can't think of anything. I, I was planning on like being like you'd like your balls where they are, huh? But there's no balls to rip off. What do I do? My dad was kind of confused the first time. I was just like, by the way, I have a girlfriend, and he was just like, like a friend, and I'm like, no, like romantically, we are girlfriends. I mean, I'd be okay with it. It'd just be confusing of how to deal because i'd still be all about protecting my little girl but it'd be like do i is it is it sexist not to threaten you is it sexist to threaten you i just i don't know it's so confusing how about we don't threaten anybody (laughs) i'll I'll threaten anyone to protect my little girl's uh, purity Mm -hmm. keep those toys away from her you hear All right, so what's your piece of news? My piece of news is a poll. 
Yeah, polls. Yay, polls. This is becoming like food news with me. People uh, are going to be more like, interesting. all right, enough fucking polls, all right? I don't have any strippers on these polls. Boring. So my poll is the top list of manga dropped due to length. Okay. Yeah, so, so like a long running show that people were just like, nah, can't do it. Yeah, they were just like, oh, fuck, I, I'm, I'm exhausted. I can't do it anymore. So uh, Goo Ranking conducted a poll from December the 20th to January the 2nd and posted the results last week on Wednesday with mm-hmm. a total of 3,526 people responding to the poll. And here we go. <coughs> Starting at number 20 is Super Mario Kun with 52 volumes published. Oh, Jesus. And 52% of the votes, or 52 votes. Um, 19 is Dokaben with 197 volumes published. With 56 votes. Number 18 is Cooking Papa with 140 I, volumes. I remember uh, Tim and Walt all doing that one. Yeah, 60 votes. Number 17 is Major with 78 volumes, but this is completed. 61 votes. Number 16 is, uh, is Pata Lario. Pata Lario with 97 volumes, 66 votes. Number 15 is Asari-chan, 100 volumes, completed, 67 votes. Number 14 is Fairy Tale with 60 volumes, 72 votes. Number 13 is Golgo 13, with 183 volumes and 77 votes. Jesus. Yeah, that's not even completed. Number 12 is Inuyasha, with 56 volumes, which is completed. Thank God. Yeah, I, I, thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> yep, 89 votes. Number 11 is Hajime no Ippo with 116 volumes and 111 votes. Number 10 is Futari Echi with 69 volumes. Hey, 69. <laughs> 117 votes. Number 9 is Naruto with 72 volumes published, completed. 125 oh, I votes. It. I expected Naruto to be further down the list. Yeah, uh, number eight is Gintama, 67 volumes, 127 votes. Number seven is Oshibo, with 111 volumes and 134 votes. Number six is Oki Oke no Monshu, with 62 volumes, 137 votes. Um, number five is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure with 118 volumes, series total, 149 votes. Coming in number four is Bleach with 74 volumes published, completed, 207 votes. Yeah, I dropped Bleach. Number three is Kochikame with 200 volumes completed. Oh my God. 296 votes. Number two is Detective Conan with 91 volumes. 352 votes. And coming in first place, wanna wanna garner a guess? It's in the same realm as Bleach and Naruto. Huh. I don't know. One piece. Oh 84 volumes published, 542 votes. I mean, One Piece, like, apparently, according to the author, is not even halfway done. Yes, according to the author, he has finished about 65% of the manga. A series that inspired a television show back in 1999. And the 781st episode premiered on March the 26th. So when will it ever end? Yeah. You know, there there may have been other things like uh, Hunter x Hunter, Glass Mask, and D. Gray Man, but um, those were actually removed, or not removed, but they were asked not to include them because of hiatuses. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> in fact, they were even on a poll, and that those were the three top... Um, Hiatus mangas, Hunter x Hunter, Glass Mask, and D. Gray Man. Well, Stop taking your hiatuses, people. Finish yeah. them. Move on. I think the writer for Hunter x Hunter is 
doing it again. But he's talking about, because he's really tired, he's uh, possibly going to sh- give the um, idea to somebody else. Um, and yeah, the there was a rumor it. that it was going to be Ishida, who wrote Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, good. Things will get bloody. As if they weren't already bloody in Hunter x Hunter, but still. They get bloodier, and there will be vampires. Things. <sighs> ghouls. They'll be eating people. Or it'll just keep going on and then end in a very disappointing way, like the anime did. With uh, your favorite character dying and then just what happens at the end. Does he die? Does he not? Does he get shot? Who knows? And then, and then Toka's just at a restaurant doing her own thing. It's like, um, what? Well, that was like root ass, wasn't it? Yeah, that was root ass. You can't even count root ass. Yeah, that's what I meant. Root ass. Because that was shit. It made no sense. The whole season was shit. Well, and the beginning was kind of cool. Because, the, like, he goes all out and he's like, I'm going to kill everybody. But then all of a sudden he joins the bad guys. Yeah, and, like, he fucking... Uh, it was a total disaster. They didn't take any of Ishida's ideas. They basically just decided to do their own damn thing. Made no sense. Characters died who didn't deserve to die. Yeah, and they just decided to pull on your heartstrings in the last episode because they were just like, oh shit, we fucked up. And they were like, how can we fix this? Um, oh, we'll he then dies. <laughs> yeah, your cinnamon bun dies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's the top manga that people have dropped due to length, which, um,. I didn't drop Bleach or Naruto. I finished both of them, but fuck you, Baruto. You can suck my big fat schlong. I am not watching you or reading you. Fuck off. Um, and One Piece, I watched you for a while. You're kind of interesting, but I'm glad I did not start reading you. Same for Fairy Tale. God damn, that would have gone on way too long. Mm. So, yeah. There we go. All right, I guess that brings us to reviews. Yes, I think this will actually be the last week of reviews for our preview shoot next week. Yes, we need to, you and I, um, can you send me the website that you use? Because the one that I've been using has been down for a while. Collaborate and listen. I will look, but the, uh, oh, that's the disappointing thing. Uh, Nergate, the people who make those character or the uh, the charts, mm-hmm. they're shutting down. Oh shit, son! Yeah, this is their last season, so they're done. So I have to use uh, the live um, live chart now. Uh, and a chart. Let's see if it's back up. Hey, it's back. I can send you this website. This is what I use. Or at least I'll be using now. Oh, okay. It looks pretty much the same. Yep. This is actually the... Uh, uh, I believe Antichart is actually the uh, the service that uh, Nergate was working on, on creating a new system. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it turned into. I think Live Chart is a separate entity, which I kind of like theirs because they, they uh, li- like any chart, Live Chart can update um, as things change. So they don't need to like make new uh, charts, like mm-hmm. versions of them. They can just do like, oh, this show's been canceled and this one's been added. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. However, it doesn't list the um, short shows. Oh, that looks like Yaoi. What? Roommate. Roommate. Yeah, there's some stuff coming out. Um, I mean, I know you'll be interested in Boku no Hero Academia second season. Yes, I watched the first episode and it's good. I also watched the first episode of Shinjeki no Kyojin. 
the second season, even though I haven't finished the first. Should probably get on that. Yeah, I'm kind of behind the ball on that one. I bet Jen, you'll also probably be watching Little Witch Academia. Um, I need to fucking watch that in the first place. I've got a lot of stuff. Clockwork Planet. Yeah, I want to um, watch that one. Aesthetic, Akashic Records, uh, Bosu Shoujo Machiavellianism. There's some stuff here like Aramanga Sensei and Renan Bokun, mm-hmm. which I'm reading the mangas of, but I don't think I'm going to watch them because Aramanga Sensei's not that interesting and Renai Bokun, while, oh, that's the thing. We forgot to mention the email. Oh, yeah. Right. So Yotaro Vegeta sent us an email um, basically saying there's a new waifu out there for me. Yes. However, she is a character from uh, Renan uh, Bokun, and I don't think she's supposed to have red hair in the manga. Um, But in any case, uh, there is a character who's kind of Yandere-ish, but she's not Yandere at all, especially in the manga, because... While she is kind of stabby at first, the one part is that characters in this series are, spoilers, immortal. So Great. she can stab them all she wants. They don't die. So like at points in time, she'll be stabbing them and lives, knives will be sticking out of like the girls who are trying to hang out with her boyfriend and um, or at least her love interest. And mm-hmm. it's just like, nope, not working. And... Uh, And it looks like they may have added some dumb, like, minor character to it, like a small creature character that doesn't need to be in it, um, because I already had one. Um, hmm. I don't know, it looks like there's a lot of good stuff this season. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of good stuff this season. I mean, there's a second season of uh, Senai, Senai Heroin, which I'll definitely check, a, check out. Um... There's what else is there? I've heard good things about Alice Tozokuru, uh, which I don't know if I'll watch that though. I'm d- I might check out Sugumimomo, but mm-hmm. if it's censored like it should be, because goddamn that manga borderlines on hentai all the time, then I won't because fuck censorship. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. I mean, it probably won't come out uncensored. You'll probably have to wait for the uncensored. Yeah, which is why I'll think I'll just stick to the... Also, looking at, like, the anime, it doesn't look as nearly detailed as the manga. It looks a lot less... I mean, like, the manga is, like, heavily detailed. Like, beautiful. And the anime, from at least the poster, just looks like... Okay? And I don't think Horrible Subs is actually doing a sub of it, so I don't know if I'll even be able to watch it. Because it's apparently up to episode three. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait, that's right, because uh, now that I remember, the first two episodes came out at the same time today. So, okay. so yeah, if I do want to watch it, I can. I'll check it out. But I definitely think they're going to censor that. So, yeah, this is going to be a good season. I think so. Yeah, so I think we should at least do two preview shows. Yeah, I think we can probably do two preview shows with at least two previews per each. Yeah. Sounds good to me. But, enough about previews, let's do some reviews. Yes. So... My review is of Maho Shoujo Nante Moi Deskara Season 2. Yes, I reviewed the first season a little while back, and uh, I liked it enough to go back and watch the second season, which wrapped up in winter, I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, or fall. It's been a little while. Um, so we basically pick up where we left off, which is nowhere in particular. Uh, because the point of this show is that, yes, people are still becoming magical girls, but there's no enemies left to fight. 
Right, and this is the one about the girl who, when she transforms, is wearing a very skimpy swimsuit or something like that, right? Yep, pretty much. Mm, Now I remember. Yes, I've seen pictures of that. She looks like a little kid. Please don't, Red. (laughs) Uh, Not those kinds of pictures. (laughs) I look at lolly porn, but not that kind. Oh, my God! Have some respect. (laughs) I am a dignified connoisseur of the hentai. Chip, chip, cheerio, and, and smoke a pipe and stuff like that. Give me my monocle. Oh, I'm going to KMS. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it starts off with uh, uh, our main character, whose name I can't remember and really isn't important, um, begins with a Y. Uh, she uh, transforms and is summoning... Uh, her water ability into the backyard so that she can cool her and her her friend Chie down because it's the middle of summer and it's hot. I thought she was going to do it to like water the garden or something. No, <laughs> but this um, is this is about as practical. Yeah. So and then they get a text from the other magical girl, the one that has like a Santa outfit. Mm-hmm. Um. That. She wants them to come hang out with her. And so they go over to her place, which is like a coffee shop. And we find out that the coffee shop is closed most of the time because the uh, other magical girl, her grandfather, is really into online gaming. And so he disappears for hours on end inside his study, just playing games with like people online. And he's so obsessed with it. Whenever like he does come out, he's just like, uh, he's just like, I need this this item to prevent this and this. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but it's but the jokes for this season are still landing, which is pretty good because if you're gonna have a short show that's supposed to be funny, then you need to make sure the jokes land. Um, the torture of Meton. The uh, familiar is not as entertaining as it was in the first season. In the first season, the torture was pretty varied and funny. Mm-hmm. In this one, they pretty much just resort to whenever he does something wrong, they just pour boiling water on his head and scrub him with a brush. Huh. And and you can hear his screams of agony in the background, which I mean is still kind of funny, but it's not as funny as it was. No, too bad they don't pour boiling water on him and he turns into a a uh, a martial artist teenager. <laughs> um, other episodes include Mitone telling the the girls about how he uh, got his the bracelet to give to magical girls, which then the other familiar, who is the familiar for the other magical girl, then plainly states while smoking a cigarette, all lies. <laughs> and then he gets boiling water poured on his head and brushed. Um, so pretty much more of the same for this season. It wasn't really good and it wasn't really bad. It was just kind of like, it, it was a good time filler for when I woke up this morning and I needed something to do before I could get up and go have breakfast. Right, and it was one of those shorter animes, right? Yeah, they're only about four minutes apiece. So I'm going to give uh, Maho Shoujo Moi, uh, Nante Moi Deskara Season 2 a Crackers. Crackers, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be reviewing the first, or, well, the first season, the uh, Roka no Yusha. Yes, I remember <clears throat> this one from last year. Yes, uh, I actually have a little <clears throat> spiel here. Oh boy. Looking for anime jam-packed with adventure and action? An anime about heroes working together to defeat a demon lord? An anime that progresses at a steady pace? Well, my friend, you had best look elsewhere. However, <laughs> if you were in the market for an anime with mystery and drama, an anime about betrayal and deceit, and an anime that goes nowhere really, really fast... Then look no further, as Roka no Yusha is exactly that. 
That's my old-timey <laughs> carnival voice. <laughs> we need to just, like, get some, like, fuzzy static to put over your voice, and then it would be perfect. Hey, at the Zeppelin races! Yep, so our uh, anime begins by following a plucky young man by the name of Adlet Meyer, who uh, crashes a holy duel mm-hmm. between two hopeful candidates vying for the blessings from the goddess of fate. Uh, Adlet beats both of them using a slew of tricks and traps, but gets taken down by the royal guard because, well, you don't go crashing a... Uh, a holy duel between two candidates who got there through working to get to that point without, you know, inciting the wrath of the ruling classes and everyone else watching, including the princess. So he ends up in prison for quite some time for his atrocious actions. And by quite some time, I believe Rio remembers he is stuck in a hole where he is, like, carving um, the Roman, uh, you know, like, the, the ticks in the walls yeah, of the strike-through. And, like, the whole jail cell is filled up with them by, like, the second episode, or, or by the end of the first episode. Yep. So he's in there for months. Upon months. Possibly years, from the looks of it. Um, so... However, his deeds did catch the eye of this goddess as he receives a mark of a brave. And with some help from the princess of the kingdom, who was also selected to be a brave, he is freed and the two set out to meet the other six braves. She was really pretty in the beginning of the first episode, and then she put on those stupid bunny ears. Yeah, she wears these dumb bunny ears that at first I thought she was a bunny girl, No, she just wears these bunny ears, fake bunny ears. So, the princess's name is Natashiana Loyal Piana Augustria, and she can summon magical blades. But, uh, as Rio just pointed out, we'll refer to her as Bunny Girl, due to those fake bunny ears she wears 24-7. The two soon meet two other braves early on before arriving at their intended destination, a man who once worked for the princess as a knight named Goldolf Aurora, and a very pale-skinned girl with a gun named Flamey Speedraw. What? Yes, after some heated debate about Flamey's alignment, the group arrives at the doorstep of the Demon Lord's land, and it's here things take a turn for the worse. See, the Braves are supposed to go and defeat the Demon Lord, who wakes up every now and then, and he's supposed to be, quote-unquote, killed by the Braves. However, they don't actually kill him because they're never able to actually destroy the Demon Lord. They're just able to hurt him enough where he has to go back into hibernation, let's call it. Mm -hmm. So, the group gets trapped in this mist intended to prevent servants of the Demon Lord from making it to the mainland. Uh, and this is where the deceit and finger-pointing comes in as each brave begins to suspect one another of working for the Demon Lord. Yay! See, the problem is complicated, as there are a total of seven braves, where there should be only six. The other braves are Chamo Rosso, a bulimic, Mora Chester, a milf, and Hans Humpty, a cat assassin. Now... Here's where I had thought that maybe, just maybe, there had always been seven braves. Mm-hmm. But the demon lord always kills the seventh to prevent the final brave from successfully killing him. You know, seems logical, right? Yeah. A pretty good twist, I thought. But no one in the group even seems to think this. And when tensions run high, everyone gets on edge. Soon enough, the anime turns into a manhunt for poor old Adlet who was singled out as the seventh. But since he's the main protagonist, it's obvious he's not the traitor. Though Adlet kind of brought this treatment upon himself by defending Flamey, who reveals that she is, in fact, half-fiend. Oh. Having been bred by the demon lord, servants, to kill all the other braves. 
We are then subjected to several episodes of backstory on both Adlet and Flamey as the two bond, learning that Adlet had it pretty rough as a kid after his entire village was killed by a very powerful fiend who works directly under the Demon Lord, and he then trained with a very unforgiving and powerful old man, who was probably once a brave or brave candidate. Bond experience or not, however, Flamey makes it obvious she still doesn't trust him but lets him go instead of killing him or bringing him to the others, who would probably kill him. We get a few more episodes where Adlet runs into other Braves one at a time, giving us a show of each one's powers. Hans being an assassin is very fast and agile. Chamo, being the bulimic, actually throws up fiends that live in her stomach and have been converted into her servants. That's kind of fucked up. And Mora, the MILF, has super punching power. The anime wraps up with Mora trying to trick everyone into thinking Adlet killed Hans, causing the bunny girl to lose her fucking mind and go all out, I'm a cut a bitch on Adlet's ass because she trusted him. This leads to one of the best moments in the anime yet, where Adlet introduces bunny girl's face to his boots. Injured and bleeding, Adlet finally reveals the mystery as he turns into Detective Conan, spelling it out to everyone, unmasking Bunny Girl as the seventh brave and crazy bitch. Alas, Bunny Girl escapes. But hey, at least we're back to six braves now, and, you know, if you ask me, Mora owes Adlet some free blowjobs. For life. For the way she tried to have Adlet killed. Again, and again, and again. I mean, she does apologize to him, but if her leg in, you know, in any, if her head and not in any future scene is not between his legs, then it's not, it's not cool. Uh, so yeah, but wait, wasn't that seventh brave thing really cool? You loved it, right? Sure. Well, I hope so, because as soon as the mist fades, another fucking brave shows up. This time, it's a cowgirl named Roliana Machetta, childhood friend of Adlet and a girl who trained along with Mora. And to top it off, her brave mark is in the same place Bunny Girl's was. Just above her tits. Just, wow. It's like the author was like, oh hey, that was a cool mystery. Let's do it again. No! God damn it. So, animation was done by Studio Passione, only known for other, one other work that they have done by the name of Rail Wars. If I had to pick one of the biggest positives of the anime, it was that the animation was very beautiful at times. These guys can really do great things with backgrounds and landscapes. Trust me. Uh, voice acting, I'd like to mention that Adlet is voiced by a relatively unknown VA by the name of Soma Sato who, from his record, had mostly been background characters and extras. The only thing you might recognize him from lately is playing Hermes in Don Machi. Oh. I personally did think he did an alright job, and it's always nice to see new blood taking a seat in the protagonist's chair. And my favorite character, I'm going to give to Flamey Speedraw, hands down. Raised to kill Braves, but betrayed when she fails to kill one. She turns coat and ends up becoming a brave with the goal of personally killing the demon lord himself. Her weapon of choice is a musket rifle. And besides being a killer shot, she has the power to create ammo out of thin air, as well as a host of other explosives. She really hated Adlet for the longest time in the anime, telling him this time and time again. Eventually, Adlet's persistence pays off and Flamey cracks, accepting his love for her in a really adorable way. And before you even ask about the eye patch she wears and about how she can be a crack shot without stereoscopic vision, she wears that blindfold, well, that patch, I guess you could call it, because her other eye and forehead show her half-fiend self. Not that it really matters anyway, because she's still very pretty. If you did want to ask, however, about that crazy, gigantic flower she wears in her hair, you can. 
because even I questioned what is up with that giant flower in your hair, Flamey. But she had no answer. So I'ma give a Roka no Yusha a crackers. Really that high? Yeah, it's a low crackers, but it's a crackers. I was gonna give a Netflix, but it just eked out of being a Netflix. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's like a if it were a cracker, it's like it's it's like a stale Trisket. So mm. it's like it's not terrible. It's like, oh a Trisket. But then you take a bite and it's like, oh, it's stale. But then you eat it anyways. It's like, oh, it's still it's still herbs and herbs and salt Trisket. It's still good. But it's still stale. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess that wraps up the episode. Yep. That does it for another episode of Anime Pulse, everyone. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Uh, Remember, if you would like to become a substitute co-host, you can email me, rednina10, at anime-pulse.com. Don't bother Rio, because she's been bothered lately. And uh, let's not do that. Yeah, also, can I just say that um, if you're going to send me a link, can you tell me what it is? Because I'm not going to click on a random-ass link that you send me with yeah, no explanation. Wait. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, it takes her to meat spin or something. No. Even I don't do that. If I get links just in, like, an email with just a link, I delete it. I think it's, I think, you know, I probably think it's spam. Yeah. So, uh, if you are out there, you know, say, hey, Red, I found this cool thing. And then you conclude the link. Then I exactly. might follow it. But not beforehand. Mm. So, yeah. That does it for another episode. And uh, I guess until next time, keep watching, keep listening, and keep the anime love strong. Mm.